How are you guys doing? It is 9.01 a.m. U.S. Pacific Daylight Time here in Los Angeles. No, I am not Get a Job, but I do support Get a Job. Savage moments. Jesse Lee Peterson, savage moments. It's Monday, April 4th, 2022 A.D. Anno Domini. And I'm going to get to your calls, guys. Hang tight, callers. We will get to you. Um, have a fun show for you. Shall we have a loosey-goosey Monday show? Maybe. And I'm um, going to talk about, well, I was on a debate just this past week end, I guess, Friday, on the Great Reset. Thank you guys for the feedback. You're welcome to call in with any feedback, super chat in with any feedback, chat in with any feedback. I'm going to be on another show this weekend. I'll tell you about that, the Crypto Report, Asmador over there on Odyssey. Misinformation, uh, disinformation, and a new word, malinformation. Mal means bad in Spanish, so that means bad, bad information. Um, gonna talk about that end. Oh, Oreo hates you. You know Oreo cookie? They pretend like they're your favorite cookie. Not, not my favorite cookie, I'll tell you that much. And they're pushing, I know I've been talking about it a lot, but they're in your face with this stuff. It's disgusting. The gay agenda. They're pushing that on, they're pushing that along with immigration here in America. And, uh, just being open and degenerate. And you shouldn't be like that. So wrong. And then, uh, there's this so-called conservative, uh, Jewish woman writer for Washington Compost, who was trending on Twitter today. I may talk a little bit about her. And some other things. But anyway, guys! Let's get right on with the show! One, two, three, four. Oh, it's the Hake Report. The Hake Report. La, la, la. guys doing? I am fine. It's Monday. Hope you had a nice weekend. I did. I took my Sabbath. Sabado. Sabado is Spanish for Sabbath. Did you know that? Right? So it's not necessarily Saturn day. Saturn's day. If you're one of those people who thinks that that's uh, evil to mention that these days of the week are are like Thor's day. is Thor. Greek god. Saturn is like a planet or a, or a Greek or God or some some degenerate thing, right? No, Sabado means Saturday, and it also means Sabbath, which means the day of rest. It's not those of you who are harsh Jew critics and Jew haters and Jew blamers and uh, all those people. Don't be all bristling at the Sabbath. And those of you who mock those people who mock the seven. Adventists, who some of you may listen to my show, and shout out to Ben Carson and others who are Seventh-day Adventists. 
who say, we should have church on Saturday. We're okay with you. You're nice. But uh, it's more, anyway, I had a great Saturday and a nice Sunday as well. Shout out to the uh, church with Jesse Lee Peterson. And don't get hung up on the word church. You got the wrong idea. Nice. Very excellent. Anyway, uh, let me tell you a little bit about this debate last Friday, this past Friday. Is the Great Reset real? I was on Modern Day Debate again. Shout out to Modern Day Debate. And it was guest hosted again. I've, I'm kind of missing James Kunz, K-U-N-Z. Pray for James Kunz and his family. He's uh, taking care of like some family stuff, uh, emergency type things, right? So right on to James Kunz. He has made the modern day debate shows still happen even in his absence. Past couple of debates, he's had guest hosts hosting the debates on modern day debate where I've been debating. Nice, huh? Is the Great Reset real? I've debated Stardust this time. At least, actually, the past couple of modern day debates, I've been debating ladies. Am I using the term loosely? No, I think they're ladies. I think. I debated Carissa Avalone, Hunter Avalone's wife, whom I may well debate sometime soon on uh, systematic racism or systemic racism. That was a couple of weeks ago, a few weeks ago, on Is There a War on, on Men? And she was nice. I may have interrupted her too much. I'm not sure. Uh, and then I have debated Stardust, a young lady named Stardust. Tweets from stars, her Twitter, on Modern Day Debate just this past Friday, and it was cool. Uh, I got interesting feedback from Lin Yen Chin. Shout out, Lin Yen Chin. Are you there? Is the chat working? I'm seeing only limited chats right now. Let me see. Um, yeah, Lin Yen Chin told me something to the effect of, and some of these are his words, too tangential was uh, this, my performance this time, I think, was what he was saying. Be calm and succinct is what he urged me to be rather than explosive. And He didn't say, use the term long-winded, but I know that at times I was a little long-winded. Anyway, thank you, LYC, Lin Yen Chin. I'll try and pay attention as I do more of these debates. It's funny because a lot of you guys know more about the so-called Great Reset. That's a, uh, according to, to uh, Stardust, it's a book by that guy Klaus Schwab, who's that foreign evils, evil accent sounding, although you kind of like to hear his accent, but it's, he's an evil guy. He's old, decrepit. He's not as decrepit as George Soros, his buddy with whom he founded the World Economic Forum, but they're pushing. Man, I gotta restart my, my live chat. Uh, they founded the World Economic Forum, and they have all of these commie capitalist corporations and so-called non-profits, non-government org- organizations like Open Society Foundation, Google, which is Alphabet, right? Uh, Meta. Meta, which is Facebook, and so many other, like, bank companies, credit card companies, PayPal, financial companies, just these, just Amazon, just the worst of the worst are all part of this World Economic Forum. They're strategic partners. So I'm like, I don't trust these people or anything that they do or say that they're for. So I did try to do some due diligence, but some of you know more about me, about it than me. 
I read up and listened to like their little meeting that they had uh, over Zoom. And it was funny because Klaus Schwab was all breaking up. I talked about that. Um, breaking up because he had a bad connection. But I've forgotten about some of the info I heard. Nick, Anchor Baby, Nick Stream. He was on Nick Stream uh, for a few hours on Friday. And he covered a little bit. Maybe, he might have covered a little bit of my show. I think I heard him say that. Uh, he told me about the fact that World Economic Forum bragged that they have people, me- their members, inside governments, like, around the world, I think. Man, what's going on with my, uh, chat? Let me see. Uh, what the heck? Let me see. Is my, how's my YouTube stream going? It says stream finished. I'm, hold on, I'm distracted. Just trying to make sure that I'm, that I'm connected here. Okay, I am live. What a mess. Let me pop out the- let me do the pop-out chat. YouTube is still good. I like to see the- in Restream, right? In Restream? I like to see the Restream chat. And so, I also like to see the Odyssey chat and all you guys. Because we are a community, right? (laughs) The Hake Report community. What a mess. But now I'm only seeing Trovo and other stuff. Pardon me while I have this strange interlude. Don't take advice from Lin Yen Chin on communicating and influencing people. <laughs> Says uh, Asmador. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Lin Yen Chin. He means well. Sometimes he has interesting feedback, you know? But anyway, uh, I will be reading your super chats, guys. Um, yeah, they bragged, the World Economic Forum bragged that they have people inside. Every, every government, and uh, they're all, I was reading the YouTube, uh, comment section on my debate, on modern day debate, on this is a great reset reel versus Stardust, and some people were making the point, like I could have made the point more clearly, and I made it pretty clear, I thought, that all of these people, they don't have to conspire, they're all ideologically aligned, is the word that, that some of these chatters used, and yeah, they are, they're all for the same thing, the, the, Put, propping up women, putting women over men, uh, propping up the L, the LGBT IQ plus plus agenda. Therefore, um, many other things, d- horrible, disgusting things. Um, what else? Therefore, falsely accusing whites of racism and just taking over redistribution of wealth and all kinds of mess. So they're not for the right things. They're all for the same thing. Amazon has banned uh, beautiful. Amazon has banned beautiful. This beautiful flag. Oh, no, I'm not showing it right now. Let me show it. I cover it up to be on Modern Day Debate because I know he streams on Twitch. And uh, I don't want to get people's Twitch channels banned. Because Twitch does not appreciate, just has no love for the beautiful South. So I cover up my beautiful Southern flag. And then I leave it covered up on Sundays because, you know, there are people who might be uncomfortable with this beautiful Christian flag. I feel like saying get over it, but still, we're, we're kind and understanding, right? Very nice. Um, also, quick little announcement, guys. Quick little announcement. Upcoming appearances. I will put it up on my website. Uh, I'm scheduled to be on the Crypto Report. It is scheduled, officially. 
the crypto report from the horse's mouth. It is scheduled uh, for probably a couple of hours on this Saturday. This Saturday, uh, April 9th, 2022. A.D. Anno Domini at 7 Pacific, 9 Central, 10 Eastern. And I'll be interviewed by Asmador over there. A-Z-Z-M-A-D-O-R. Uh, Odyssey, O-D-Y-S-E-E dot com slash at Asmodor, A-Z-Z-M-A-D-O-R. I'll be on the Crypto Report with Asmodor, with, along with, I think, Hate Farmer and Tony. I think they were there last time. I went on, I want to say I went on there like Valentine's Day of like 2019 or something like that. Was it three years ago? Maybe it was 2020. I don't know. But that'll be cool. Um, so follow Asmodor on Odyssey. Follow the Crypto Report, TKR Official on Telegram for info on that. And you can check thehakereport.com later this week. I will put it up on the appearances section of the website. So you guys can call in 888-775-3773. I am wearing my Get a Job t-shirt. I am not Get a Job. But this one says, Get a Job, Get Two Jobs. <laughs> Uh, which is a hat tip to JLP, and Get a Job is the guy who makes Jesse Lee Peterson savage moments. I want to cover this, uh, this, uh, misinfo, disinfo, and malinfo. Did you know that there are three different terms for bad information? And I have this Venn diagram that I came across on the far left female run out with the skim. They talk about they're, they're ones to talk. Give me a break. The far left female run out let the skim sends me emails every morning that's not a holiday, that, but it's a weekday on what's going on in the world that they think is so important. So this Venn diagram talks about misinformation and a Venn diagram has two circles with the overlap inside of the two circles. But to me, this is not the best. This is not like a good example of a Venn diagram. Can you show this, uh, this diagram, Chris? Um, there it is. Misinformation is false info that spreads, regardless of intent, to mislead others. So misinfo is kind of like when the, the failing New York slimes said falsely, but innocently maybe, who knows, that uh, Officer Brian Sicknick was hit in the head with a... With a uh, in January 6th with a, uh, what is that, fire extinguisher. And in fact, he never was hit in the head with a fire extinguisher. That was a totally different situation. Disinformation is deliberately created uh, information, raw, bad information, to harm, manipulate, or mislead. And that's a, that is the, uh, supposedly, where these overlap, misinformation and malinformation. Disinformation is deliberate. And, you know, these people, I suspect are deliberately doing it. Hard to prove that, but, you know, these people are just degenerate liars. Anyway, the, the overlap between misinformation and mal... and malinformation creates the disinformation. And you may not have heard of malinformation. You're malinformed. Malinfor- malinformation is kind of like what that guy who calls into my show, Joe from Phoenix, calls in with. Actually, he also has misinformation, too. But according to Asmodor, because he knows more facts than I do. But malinformation is based on fact, but taken out of context. 
and the mainstream media does this all the time, taken out of context to mislead, harm, or manipulate. Malinformation is like every single time you mention the trucker convoy over up in beautiful Ottawa, Canada. Well, the beautiful truckers up in Ottawa, Canada. And the freedom-loving uh, supporters of who, are, who oppose the communist shutdowns and the mask mandates and the, and the vax mandates, which are many, in many cases unnecessary, in my opinion. Uh, malinformation is saying, every time you see that, they say, oh, they are, uh, they have swastikas flags and, and uh, beautiful confederate flags, except they don't call them beautiful. Uh, that's considered malinformation. Because that's what I would consider malinformation because you're not really um, giving like the real context of what's going on because I never saw a picture of a swastika flag at those things. I mostly only saw Canadian flags and American flags and perhaps maybe some don't tread on me flags. The, ga- the Gagstin flag. The source is CISA, C-I-S-A dot gov and first draft, whatever that is. C-I-S-A dot gov. Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency. Oh, I remember what that is. They are also misinformation fiends. Remember CISA? C-I-S-A? That is so funny that that came from them. These people are pots and kettles. Am I right? Okay, so CISA. I think that's how it's pronounced. Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency. They're the ones who put out... Correct me if I'm wrong, guys. They were founded in 2018. Was this at the behest of, the tr- of Trump and the Trump administration? Or was it in, uh, against the Trump administration, like a deep state type of a thing? They're part of the so-called Department of Homeland Security. And I think that they put out... Uh, oh, yeah, he signed it into law. Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency Act of 2018. Um, they put out this thing, this statement after the 2020 election that said 2020's election was the most secure in, in America's history. <laughs> and to me, I don't know if that's malinformation or misinformation or disinformation, but it's some type of bad information. Because how can it be the most secure election in U.S. history? When we allowed every idiot to vote, you know what I mean? And when I say every idiot, you said, they said, um, they said, we have a scamdemic going on. Well, they call it pandemic. We have a pandemic going on. People can't always get to the polls. We need to open it up to, people can go to any old polling place. We need mail-in ballots off the hook. And more than that, um... So these people are saying that that was secure. Letting every idiot vote is secure. Uh, mailing, mail-in, mass mail-in ballot, ballots without any excuse is secure. That's the Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency. Give me a break. Let me see. Let's, do they mention the election? Yeah. Yeah, they, there is no evidence that any voting system deleted or lost votes, changed votes, or was any way compromised. That's like a, that's, that is um, also possible malinformation because they're talking about whether there's evidence. 
which, how are you going to have the evidence? If uh, you get rid of signature verification and things like that. But anyway, I don't want to get too sidetracked on that. And they said something like most secure in election history. But anyway, anyway, they probably don't have that on Wikipedia, which is not your best source for uh, unbiased info. Am I right? (sighs) So anyway, um, mainstream media misinforms people. And they're guilty of all three. Misinformation, disinformation, malinformation. You guys clear on the, on the differences? <laughs> uh, JLP has talked about Louis Farrakhan. Louis Farrakhan, he calls himself Far- Farrakhan, is that black nation of Islam guy who bre- gloated after Malcolm X was um, assassinated by blacks, former members of the nation of Islam. Or maybe they were current, I don't know. He gloated and he, he says stuff that, uh, that is true but mixes a lot of lies with it. So that's uh, misinformation, disinformation, malinformation. And I also have a t-shirt on the Hake Report Teespring store. I presume it's still up. Teespring.com slash stores slash the Hake Report. Make sure that it's still up. Indeed it is. And on that Teespring store, I have a t-shirt that reads, Facts versus Truth. Facts versus Truth. And because people mislead with facts all the time. You piddly little distracting facts to distract from the broader truth. Trump will say something that's largely true. And they'll say, well, actually, like a Reddit bro, I mentioned Joe from Phoenix and others mislead and are, mis- and are misled by cherry-picked piddly facts that distract from the truth. So the far-left female run out of the skim says, Raise your hand if you've been duped once or twice or more on the internet. And I've been duped once or twice or more by the mainstream media. By I will have you know. Who smeared Joe Arpaio and I fell for it even a little bit at one point and other things. Misinformation and disinformation can come in many forms and can be about anything. So the skim's breaking down on the buzz on how to spot it and talking to experts on why and when all the evidence, about why even when all the evidence points in one direction, people go to the opposite. So they uh, say, this will come in handy during election season. But these people promote Black Lives Matter, which is total uh, malinformation, misinformation, and, in my opinion, disinformation. All three, the Black Lives Matter narrative. Anyway, thank you guys for bearing with me through that. More like Farrah can't. Um, I want to tell you about this thing. Let me get past it. It's disgusting. It's shameful. Oreo hates you. This is clip 11. This is from Twitter. I saw it because Ben Shapiro quote tweeted it. He, I don't think that he was meaning to promote it, but he's like, he mocked it, right? And so I came across it. I didn't know I followed him on Twitter. But anyway, Oreo tweeted the gay agenda. They, their, their gay agenda read on, in this tweet, coming out doesn't just happen once. It's a journey. 
that needs love and courage every step of the way. That's not love and that's not courage to uh, push you out. Your, it's always clip 11, Hake. What the? <laughs> oh, that's true. I mean, I only gave him one clip today. I start with 11 because I'll tell you that later. <laughs> um, Share our new film, tweets uh, Oreo. Oreo cookies, right? That's that. It's like chocolate cookie outside, and then it has the some sort of frosting inside on the sandwich cookie, right? Share our new film and let someone know that you're their hashtag lifelong ally. I'm getting uh, to think that this ally word is a buzzword for evil, communism. And I'm starting to get leery of the allies, the so-called allies from World War II, because that was what they were called, right? The allies, Axis and allies, Axis versus the allies. The Axis of evil was like the China and Germany and whoever else. And then the, the allies were UK and US. But I don't know what type of you know, if, if the U.S. establishment leadership at that time was anything like the U.S. establishment leadership of today, then I'm leery about the so-called allies. Anyway, they want to be a lifelong ally, ally of the gays, right? Ally of the degeneracy inside of the gays to destroy the human beings who are suffering from that issue, right? Here is, uh, here's Twitter's thing, and it's, okay, so it's in Chinese, and it has a lot of uh, long pauses because it's drama. So I'm going to uh, talk over it and read what their subtitles say. It is immigration propaganda and it is uh, gay agenda pushed in onto f- so-called families propaganda. Enjoy or cover your eyes and ears, kids. And this is, uh, this is a good thing to be a Philistine against. Go ahead. Gross。我们都是一家人。我们都是一家人。我们都是一家人。我们都是一家人。我们都是一家人。我们都是一家人。我们都是一家人。我们都是一家人。我们都是一家人。我们都是一家人。我们都是一家人。我们都是一家人。
So he's like fixing his hair and he's like preparing to quote unquote come out. She might be my mother, writes the mother, I presume, but you are my son. And then she's, she can't do that. That's disrespectful, patting him on the top of the head there. So now the grandma shows up with other family and he's like taking a deep breath to come out as radical homosexual against his grandma and shame the family. And you know, Asians have a problem with this because they aborted all their daughters because they had the one child policy and now two child or now three child. Coming out doesn't just happen once, says, says this degenerate Oreo cookie with a with a rainbow heart in collaboration with PFLAG, whatever that is. Oyo.com slash pride. Disgusting, huh? The gay agenda. Making it all emotional and phony. Disgusting. Boycott Oreos. And you can't even really get the, uh... It's not good for you anyway. You can't eat... And I never really liked Oreos, to be honest. You can't even really get the uh, cheap non-name brand stuff because that's put out by like Kroger and these degenerate pro-nasty companies anyway, you know? Very dishonorable. <laughs> yeah. Very, very dishonorable. Yeah. Where are my Asian, Christian, and, and uh, sen- sensible, maybe non-Christian uh, friends and fiends listening to the show in the chat? You know that this is wrong. Uh, Now you're going to boycott Oreo. I've been boycotting Oreo. I mean, all these companies are evil. Hydrox cookies are the best in the originals, says Matt living the dream. Okay. Well, thank you. None of your boycotts work, says you, Matt, who's one of the resident resident, uh, hate chatters, I guess. Nice. That's fine. We can still, like, show them that they're sick anyway. Shouldn't eat that junk anyway. Yeah, I agree. But, you know, it's disgusting. Came here for a better life. Be quiet. Get that mess out of my country. You know? And that's how they convert so-called families, and especially women and mothers, and apparently grandmothers and aunts and all them, and, you know, the female-minded emotional male... Uh, relatives to go on the side of the gays. All their lives are not for it, whether they're Christian or not, right? These normal people. And then, like, a sibling or a uh, son or daughter or whatever or a friend comes out as all that wrong. And then all of a sudden they can't (laughs) to support it. It's like, it's like I'm supposed to support the illegals just because I have illegal friends. No, I'm not going to support the illegals just because I have grew up with illegal friends. Illegal aliens? Nor am I going to support the gay agenda just because degenerate uh, people want to act like they're so friendly and nice. No, that's how they fool you. Don't fall for it. Right? It's not morally straight. It's true. <laughs> I'm chuckling because uh, uh, people are going after uh, some of the haters making allegations, which I don't support that mess. Let me get to a call or two, guys. We are at past the bottom of the hour. 
I have a long song to share with you too, by the way. I decided to go ahead and play that long song from Six Organs of Admittance, the final song on, on that. But let me get to Eric in San Diego, California. Thank you for calling, Eric. How's it going? Hi, James. Hey. Hey, James. How you doing? Great show. Love you guys. Love love the JLP crew. Nice, man. Um, I just wanted to point out, you, you mentioned that you weren't sure of who the Axis powers were, and I know it's a long time ago, but <laughs> it wasn't China at all. It, it was Japan. Oh, yeah. Japan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> and, and Japan practiced an incredible amount of terrorism against the Chinese people where they actually, there's a documentary about um, Unit 731, Japan used Chinese people as, as well as other people, you know, they used um, our American soldiers, they used the Dutch Indonesians, they used Dutch people, and so on, but they used them to to experiment on, and they would do live vivisections, they would cut open the bodies of people and while they were still living, just to mm. see how people would react, because they thought that this research would lead to their ability to work on their own soldiers when they got injured. And and we actually let all of the Japanese go free, and they wound up uh, starting corporations and things like that. We let them go free in exchange for this information that we are now using in, med- in medicine today. Wow. So it's a very interesting thing. And wow. yes. Yeah, yeah, but you never watch you never see any any movies about the Holocaust of Japan. You only see movies about the Holocaust of Germany. Yeah. And you also never see any stories about the internment camps of the German citizens in our own country. You only see them about the Japanese. Oh, really? We interned yeah. the Japan the uh the Germans too? Not at the level of the Japanese, but yes, we we in turn suspected um, German soldiers in okay. this country. Well, I mean, the Japanese had the face of the enemy. So, like, what are we supposed to do? I mean, FDR. Yeah, I don't. You're right. They look different. Yeah, they look different than we than we did. And then also last week, um, Jesse mentioned there was a topic on the King James Bible and why that's the only one to be used. Note that the King James Bible was written after the Geneva Bible. The true Bible is the Geneva Bible. If you really want to read a good Bible, look into the Geneva Bible. It was written by true Christians. The King James King James himself was probably a homosexual. And if you look into this, you will oh, find man. that that's true. And he had he had his own version printed because he thought that the true Bible, the Geneva Bible, questioned his authority, and he had his own version printed, and when it wasn't as popular as the Geneva Bible, he outlawed the Geneva Bible, and that's the only reason why we have the King James Bible today. Huh. I don't know, man, but but I appreciate look it. Look into it. You're going to be able to rewind this and look into this, but this is absolutely certified truth. This is not any kind of conspiracy thing. This is the, the, the true relevance. The King James Bible is written um, according to, you know, just like the Nicene Creed. We say the Nicene Creed, right? Have I, you ever I've, heard of the Nicene Creed? I've heard of it, and I may have recited it. I don't know. I think we I have heard it, it before. In church. It's similar to the Apostles' Creed, but we say the Nicene Creed. It was written by a bunch of politicians 
in 320 A.D. Can you you recite like the opening words of it? No, I I, I never say it in church. Whenever I go to church, do you know what it is? Do you know the words? I mean, I I I I, I've seen it and I know what it is. Oh, okay. I don't say it. You know, um, I I don't even say the Apostles' Creed. We believe whatever. I say the Lord's Prayer, Our Father who art in heaven. Yeah. But 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 that's that's from Christ. The Nicene Creed, the Apostles' Creed, these are all from politicians that basically try to match um, Christianity to Roman paganism, and they try to make Christ look like Apollo. And uh, um, uh, that's the only way that they could make it mainstream. Like, everything that we're doing right now is being it, being to make, make things mainstream. The early Christians were not at all into any of the things that are proposed. It, you know, that was, uh, the, the, the Council of Nicaea was... I'm kind of lost, man. I don't know what you're talking about, but... Well, the, well, well, the Council I of Nicaea took place in... Okay. Well, you know, what I'm saying is what they what they did is they took the, the words of Jesus, they cultified Jesus, they, they made an Apollo cult out of him, and they took what, what, what the early Christians were already practicing... And they made that mainstream, and of course they paganized it. Oh, okay. Well, thank you, man. And that's the Roman Catholic Church. That's the Roman Catholic Church is a paganized. I don't know. Um, I don't know, person. man. But I but I appreciate the info. Look, look into it, and and you'll see that everything that I'm saying is absolutely true. Whatever. Thanks, man. Appreciate it, Eric. Do call <laughs> me right, again. Man. I will. All, All right. right. Take care. Uh, yeah. I watched this movie, Eat Man, which was uh, about Bruce Lee's Wing Chun teacher guy who taught him this one type of, uh, of a martial art. And it was made, I think it was come up with by a woman, this type of fighting style that you could beat a larger opponent with it, supposedly. But it, in that movie, it, ta- it showed how like the Japanese came in and they... They uh, destroyed parts of China, and it was a crazy war. And I think a lot of Chinese women were raped by the Japanese, allegedly, according to, like, history. And it's very, uh, very interesting. And then we dropped the bomb on them. We being America, right? I forget who did that. But we dropped two atomic bombs on Hiroshima and Nagasaki. I think it was Chinese or Japanese, one of them. No, I did know that. I was just blanking. I, did, I knew that the Japanese were the axis of evil. But I just happened to know that, yeah, look at that. China, were, were China the allies then? Or were they just innocent victims? Innocent communist victims? When did they turn communist? What's up with them that they're so corrupt that they turned communist? And they're quite corrupt. The culture over there... Oh my gosh. And then they come over here with that culture sometimes. All tight-fisted and shystery and like many other cultures that come in here pretending to be all American. Please. Not American. China was allied to the USA and to the British Empire after Pearl Harbor per CNN. Thank you, Nicolas Nickstream. Check out Nickstream, guys. Huh. Russia is communist, supposedly. Maybe. May well be. I've heard 
from a guy named uh, Alex Newman that who's been on the Jesse Lee Peterson show. I don't know much about Alex Newman, but he has been on. He's wrote a book, co-wrote a book with a guy who's now dead, but like a you know respected author who's who said uh, cr- who wrote a book called Crimes of the Educators, I think it was, and they pushed you know how ever since like Wilson or something like that. Woodrow Wilson, they've been just corrupting the education system with stuff that doesn't teach kids good at education and it propagandizes them in many different ways. And so this this Alex Newman guy is a young guy. I think he's roughly my age. And he's covered how allegedly, according to him, I think I would think that it's documented. Putin made an interesting comparison between communism and Christianity a couple, a few years ago, back in 2018. I don't know. Maybe since then he's repented, turned over a new leaf. You know, Trump used to be a liberal, and you grew up in you grew up in Russia and were part of the KGB. How can you hold it against him for being a communist? He grew up that way, and now he, in his old age, maybe he's uh, repented like Trump did and became a Christian. <laughs> I don't know. I really don't know. But, yeah, don't be too quick to hook your wagon, I guess, to anybody. But it is interesting. I know for sure that when you look at, for example, like the Grammys, the Grammys were last night. Did you know that? The Grammys are like this, uh, are this... Awards show for music, musicians. And last week was the Oscars for the movies. And this week was the Grammys for the music. And I read to you guys in Hake News how these people were all on the side kissing up and kissing the rear. As in the... I don't want to say it. Because children may be listening. Kissing the rear... Of the uh, Ukrainian president Volodymyr Zelensky, whose country is being attacked, and it's—I say—it's partly his fault that they're still being attacked to this day. Because he could end the war, right? Correct to me. This day. Correct me if I'm wrong. Volodymyr Zelensky could end the war by the terms of surrender. And I know that there are some whites. I was listening to one white who hosts the show on the weekends who says that Russia is so wrong on this, and he's for Ukraine, he's part Ukrainian. And Putin is evil, and Trump is lame, and he may, he may have some good points. He may be right about some of that stuff. But Volodymyr Zelensky, cringe. He made a mid-show, mid-show Grammys appearance. Talk about getting into the pop culture for, so that the useful idiots can be suckers for this phony emotional propaganda. You know what I mean? He spoke of Ukrainian musicians in body armor, according to Commie Nonsense Network, CNN. And he appealed for support, like these people at the Grammys can do anything except for push out propaganda and dumb women and female-minded males who are emotional and look up to these people can listen to it and be like, oh yeah, there's legitimacy because this singer is saying it. Makes me 
according to CNN, beat up a performance from lame anti-Trump black who uh, uh, John Legend, that singer, who has like one good song that I've heard that JLP has sung. But he sang this song called Free, and I think that Free was like a black song, if I'm not mistaken. And he was wearing a blue suit, this John Legend guy who's black. He's married to Chrissy Legend. Chrissy Teigen or Tegan or Tigan. I think it's really supposed to be pronounced Tigan. But she doesn't correct people because she's such a people pleaser. This like mixed Asian, maybe part white. Weird face was prettier than your, when she was younger. Model Chrissy, she called people call her Tegan, but I think it's Tigan. But her real name should be Chrissy Legend, or whatever Chris, John Legend's real last name is. But anyway, they're two anti-Trump, Trump derangement syndrome sufferers, who are pretending to be for justice. Give me a break. This guy wore a blue suit as a salute to Ukraine. Is it bad? Is it is it bad example, parents, to say barf? Because <laughs> I was like barf, but when I was a kid, I didn't like saying barf. I didn't even like that. I to this day, I don't really like that word. I don't. To this day, <laughs> uh, Lenny Kravitz also saying Lenny Kravitz. I like him. I like some of his uh, songs. Because he's kind of like this mixed-race guy who sings rockin' songs, or sang rockin' songs back in the 90s. I want to get away. I want to fly away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, I'm not even trying to sing it. That's Lenny Kravitz, right? His daughter starred in that Batman movie. By the way, side note. But he sang this song called, Are You Going to Go My Way? And I guess, I don't know if that's supposed to be a salute to Ukraine, too. I don't know. He sang it alongside her, H-E-R, whatever that is, and that Travis Barker guy, the Blink-182 drummer. Whatever. So that was the Grammys. Bunch of kiss-up lame stuff. And it was hosted, by the way, I saw, because I saw this headline from Fox News, or should I say faux news? No, I like Fox News, but they are fake sometimes. But they shared this headline. I got this push notification. Um... Grammys opens up with a slap against Will Smith. <laughs> I'm like, wasn't that last weekend? Am I getting old information by push notifications on my on my phone? I'm like, oh, Grammys. Grammys, apparently, I guess it was Sunday. I didn't bother looking into it. And it was hosted by this guy, Trevor Noah. You know, that lame guy who's South African... Light skin, I think he's mixed. He, he must, if he were really still in South Africa, because this guy's from South Africa, he would be considered colored, I think, right? <laughs> I'm chuckling because Nugget Man says, because of time, Hake, what's your question? I know, I know, I'm talking long. But this guy, Trevor Noah, allegedly made a dumb joke about Will Smith slapping... What's his name? That, yeah, the unfunny comedian. This guy acts like South Africa is this beautiful country. And it is, but it's beautiful. I say thanks primarily to the whites who founded that country. 
You know what I mean? I'm shaking my head. And he's a kiss-up, lame, he, he appealed to, um, Kanye West, I covered it, and taking the side of Kim Kardashian, who's leading Kanye's children into degeneracy because they were married, now she's divorced him, I guess, or trying to, and being a, just being sick, it's so nasty, so wrong. So anyway, that's, that's what I think of nowadays when I think of allies. Gross. Anyway, you guys can call in 888-775-3773. Let me cover this Jennifer Rubin thing. She was trending. She's an anti-Trump. I don't even know if she still considers her, herself a conservative. But she's just this degenerate woman. In my opinion, not a Christian. In fact, she's unchristian. In fact, you might even think that she's anti-Christian, but she's supposed to be this conservative. I think she stopped considering herself conservative. I think she t- became a Democrat, actually. But she's a Washington Compost blogger, Jewish woman. I believe that she declined to come on to the Jesse Lee Peterson show when I was producer of the JLP show, when she was writing all that anti-Trump mess. But she was trending on Twitter. Readers react to an opinion piece about economic inflation in the Washington Compost, Washington Compost, written by political commentator Jennifer Rubin. Opinion by Jennifer Rubin. If it weren't for inflation, this president's, meaning Biden's, economic performance would be unmatched. Says her, right? What does she know about the economy? What a... Be quiet, woman. Don't worry your pretty little head about politics. Right? If it weren't for inflation, meaning what, what Sleepy Joe cheerleaded, by the way, the, this president's economic performance would be unmatched, which was basically kind of what Trump's was, right? It's still the Achilles heel. Of Democrats. Sounds wrong to me. Sounds wrong to me. So she's kissing up to, apparently, kissing up to uh, Sleazy Joe and the Democrats, still. U.S. economy in March added at least 400,000 jobs. That's extremely, that's simply extraordinary. And that's for the 11th straight month. Job growth shows little sign of slowing anytime soon. And have wages gone up? No. We've been still importing. We've been importing more than that. Maybe not every month. But we've been importing so many legal and illegal aliens. I think we have like 1.7 million illegals to process. Illegals is in so-called asylum seekers. In my opinion, they're illegals. I think in many cases they do cross illegally and they present themselves and then we're forced to consider them uh, for uh, asylum. Pretend that there could be refugees. Ridiculous. So she's pretending like it's so, it's so remarkable, extraordinary. It's a, it's a pandemic recovery. No, it's a communist shutdown, lame recovery. People are 
we have this uh, supply chain crisis that was sparked by the uh, communist shutdowns, and it's disgusting. So, she's lame. But she's put out a whole bunch of mess lately, I was noticing. Uh, just a few days ago, she put out this article stating uh, that if Trump knew what he did was illegal, and this is going back all the way to a year and almost a half ago, over, over a year ago to the January 6th mostly peaceful capital protest from 2021, if Trump knew what he did was illegal and that violence would likely ensue, there would be no reasonable doubt that, that he intended for the mob to help him achieve his ends. Yeah, right. Like this mob was even capable of doing anything. <laughs> Stupid. I'm talking about the mob, the so-called mob, and part of them were mobbing, right? Who went in, you know, charged at the cops, moshed with the police. Moshing is when you're, like, bumping up against them, roughhousing with them punching them. Uh, one guy allegedly hit some of the cops with like a fire extinguisher, but they weren't injured, at least not severely. And he was, who knows who, who knows who he was, the guy who did that. But these people, they're saying, um, what are they saying? Liz Cheney says Trump knew about the risk of violence on January 6th. He must be held accountable. Yeah, Trump knew, and that's why I think that he suggested, according to him, he suggested 10,000 troops, 10,000 National Guard, that never happened. He said it in passing, but that would have helped control the stuff. That would have helped control the mess, because in a huge crowd like that, I heard that it's possible, I heard an estimate, and I have no idea what the real number is, that 100,000 people showed up at this Stop the Steal rally. 100,000. So out of 100,000, you're bound to get some riffraff. And we saw it. We saw people ginning up stuff. We saw people who were saying, go into the Capitol. This Mike Epps guy. Some people thought that he was a, a fed or a plant or something. Hasn't been prosecuted. I mean... Telling people, no, none of them should be prosecuted, honestly, in my opinion. Okay, if you hit a cop, okay. But going, trespassing, parading, protesting, disrupting the congressional thing, no. Uh-uh. Breaking a window, yeah, fine. If you catch the guy who broke the window. Right, they broke some windows. They, some of them tore down some of the uh, barriers, which is what people do all the time, by the way. The barriers that are not even permanent barriers. So anyway, that's so phony. It's just dumb melodrama. Ray Epps. Oh, I said Mike Epps. <laughs> Thank you, Niner3000. Yeah, I think he requested troops. I don't know if it was form a formal request or not. It's irrelevant. So she's a sicko. I have a little bit more on her, but a super chat from Brandon M says, Jennifer Rubin and Pretty <laughs> don't belong in the same book. I wasn't calling her Pretty. It never even occurred to me to call her Pretty. Can you Google a picture of this Jennifer Rubin lady? Which normally I will say, I will be like, oh, she's pretty. But no, it didn't even occur to me to think that of her. Just look up photos of that golem without makeup. <laughs> <laughs> says Brandon M. Not to be mean. Not to be mean. 
But yeah, she's an she's an evil person. This Jennifer Rubin woman. And you know what? Um a whole lot of people are for they just never stop with this attack on you. Attack on um when I say you, I mean like you the American people or we the American people. The Trump Trump himself, Trump supporters and all of that. Uh Biden chose someone not suited for prosecuting the former president and co-conspirators, so-called co-conspirators. This is a quote from Jennifer Rubin, right? And not inclined to play the public role that is the critical part of the job. Biden has not lit a fire under Merrick Garland because all the liberals, all the evil people, all the Trump, Trump haters, including apparently Jennifer Rubin, who's not a Christian, in fact, she's very unchristian. Look at her. Okay, I mean, hey, come on, Brandon M. Isn't that mild for for what she is? It's kind of pretty. It's probably an old picture. I don't know if she still looks that way. She picked the most flattering photo, but yeah, mildly pleasant smile. I think it's a lady, a female. It's Jennifer Rubin. She's a Washington, longtime Washington compost, supposedly conservative, turned <laughs> gross, Hake, <laughs> uh, turned anti-Trump. Very ugly. <laughs> Look at that Adam's apple, <laughs> says Matt, uh, the American. Nah, come on. I bet you if you found a picture of her from <laughs> handsome, she's handsome, says your girlfriend. <laughs> Looks like Yoda. Pleasant smile. Dang, Hank loves older hags. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's getting hot in here. Turn on the AC, please. I know it's cold out there, but please turn on the AC. We need some cool air in here. Oh my gosh, we are at the top of the hour. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, she wants to go after Trump, and she wants Merrick Garland, who's the attorney general, to go after Trump. It's ridiculous. Merrick Garland, who's that smoker, golem-voiced, troll-sounding guy who's not a fair-minded person, also not a Christian. He was Obama's nominee to the Supreme Court, but thank God the rhinos didn't let him through. It would have been Obama's only non-female Supreme Court pick, including this black female who's going to get appointed, seemingly, by the end of next week, right? (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Terrible. But so she's disgusting. The National Review Online, by the way, they did a hit piece on Jennifer Rubin saying, Jennifer Rubin offers a glimpse into the wild excess and utter loss of self-awareness that plagues people who had their brains broken by Donald Trump. And I say pots and kettles, National Review Online. I don't know who specifically wrote this article about inside the mind of Jennifer Rubin. And it came out, you know, within the past few days. National Review Online did this thing like never Trump. They did this whole conglomeration of a bunch of different dumb so-called conservatives, neocons maybe, globalist socialists, not Christians usually, who hate Trump and who argue, no, anybody but Trump before 2016 or, you know, right before the election. Give me a break. So fake. They're ones to really talk. Anyway, um, I got to play some music. We're at the top of the hour. So, (laughs) 
Hake is getting desperate. You mean like for Jennifer? I'm not desperate for Jennifer Rubin. I just, I'm very, what is that, gracious? Very, uh, what is that considered when you, <laughs> what is that considered when you're, um, generous? No, I mean, come on. Objectively, that photo was not an unpleasant photo. That unpleasant, anyway. A little thick on the eyebrows, but hey. Talking about Jennifer Rubin. Anyway, guys, uh, we got some more music. This is uh, Six Organs of Admittance. And let's go ahead and start playing this. Because actually, I want to talk over it for like seven minutes. Because this is a 21-minute song or so, guys. And this is Six Organs of Admittance from the 2006, I think, album uh, The Sun Awakens on Drag City Records. This track is entitled River of Transfiguration. Do you hear it? Hopefully it doesn't drag, drown me out. Can you hear it? Isn't that calming? After an hour of me blabbing my mouth. It's a welcome respite. Respite? (laughs) He needs glasses. Too kind. Kellyanne Conway, another barfly. Hake's eyesight is as bad as his hearing. So don't cover your ears, you musical Philistines, because I'm going to continue to talk. This is called River of Transfiguration from Six Organs of Admittance. They may not be Christians, so let me add some Christian stuff to it. Because transfiguration, for example, the transfiguration of Jesus is a complete change of form or appearance into a more beautiful or spiritual state. And river of transfiguration, what, would that be the, the Jordan or the, some sea or something like that? But he wasn't really transfigured at the river, was he? He was supposedly transfigured in, at the mountain. Jesus with, uh, I think Peter, John and somebody. Peter, James and John. That was the Mount of Transfiguration, Jesus went. And Moses and Elijah appeared according to the Gospels. Matthew 17. I'll read this to you guys. To make it more Christian, because hopefully this is not too satanic. Even though this is not a river. Matthew 17, King James Version. Shout out to the King James Version. Shout out to my caller who made allegations against King James. This is ancient sound. After six days, Jesus taketh Peter, James and John, his brother, and bringeth them up up into a high mountain apart, 
and was transfigured before them, and his face did shine as the sun, and his raiment was white as the light. What's raiment? Clothing. White clothes. And behold, there appeared unto them Moses and Elias. I think that's Elijah. Talking with him, that's Jesus. <laughs> no, Blark, Blark. Don't even say that. Uh, just reading the chat. On with the King James Version. And behold, there appeared unto them Moses and Elias talking with them. Then answered Peter and said unto Jesus, Lord, it is good for us to be here. If thou wilt, let us make here three tabernacles, one for thee, Jesus, one for Moses, and one for Elias, which is another name, I believe, for Elijah. And while he yet spoke, that's Peter, behold, a bright cloud overshadowed them, and behold, a voice out of the cloud which said, and I believe this was God's voice, this is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. Hear ye him. That means listen to him. When the disciples heard it, they fell on their face and were sore afraid. And Jesus came and touched them and said, Arise and be not afraid. Halloween Bible study with hate. <laughs> when they had lifted up their eyes, they saw no man save Jesus only. They didn't see Moses and Elijah there anymore. And as they came down from the mountain, Jesus charged them, saying, Tell the vision to no man until the Son of Man be risen again from the dead. And I think they agreed and listened. And the disciples asked him, saying, Why then say the scribes that Elias, Elijah, must come first? And Jesus said, Elias, Elijah, truly shall come first and restore all things. But I say unto you that Elias is come already and they knew him not. Elias being Elijah, being a... Music doesn't fit, hey, <laughs> come on. Uh, they knew him not, but have done unto him whatsoever they listed. Likewise shall also the Son of Man suffer of them. And I think the disciples understood that he spake unto them of John the Baptist. So John the Baptist was another type of Elijah. Prophet warning them saying, Repent, the kingdom of heaven is near. Real hypnotizing hours. Is this Jurassic Park music? Nah, come on, man. I was not allowed to see Jurassic Park. I was 12 when it came out. Almost 13, but not quite 13, so I was not allowed to watch it. <laughs> uh, this music is mess, Hake, says Isaiah Johnson. Hake, people are going to think we really are a cult now. <laughs> uh, the fun part of this song is coming, which it's not that exciting, but it's cool. I like it. Yeah, so John the Baptist, they beheaded him at the behest of that female. Was that Jezebel who had him? Herod's so-called wife and daughter, pretty daughter who, da who danced. So, hope you enjoy that. He was transfigured there. And they didn't tell it until after uh, he rose from the dead. 
Wow, I took my babies to see Jurassic Park and they were little. <laughs> they was little, says Robert Lee. Shameful. I don't know if to this day I've seen the whole Jurassic Park movie. Anyway, enjoy this, guys. I'll be back in a couple of minutes for the rest of hour two. This is River of Transfiguration by Six Organs of Admittance. I don't know if it's Christian. Don't be offended. Don't let Satan into your mind. <laughs> Grin and bear it, or press mute, you musical Philistines. I'll be right back.
watch Jurassic Park, but parents are okay with this mess. What the? <laughs> Says Random Cedar. Well, this was... I was past college by the time I was listening to this, man. You been smoking pot, Hake? Nope. I do not do that. Never had such a habit. This music... Much like the meditation music I listen to when I pray in the morning, said Vincent Williams. Whoa. This music isn't going to flush out the trolls. Hey, they're still here. Viking music is a lot like this in the stuff in Mongolia. You species with amnesia. Sanctimonious Hake is the best Hake, says uh, Tim Scott. Thank you, Tim Scott. There was nothing remotely sinful about 93, 1993 Jurassic Park. You should have been in your late teens to early 20s by then. No, I was born in 81, so I was 12. <laughs> That's funny, though. Is this Bruce? This is Bruce gender music. After he turned into a woman. Well, we should have mournful music like this with all that evil in the world, don't you think? And they're celebrating that stuff. In the right mood, I would like this music, just not expected. Thank you. I know me. I mean, okay. I accept that. Bible reading would go with this, otherwise it's just weird. Yeah. Yeah. So let's have some more Bible reading, shall we? More Bible reading. Matthew 3. Speaking of the river, right? Is this t- <laughs> uh, I like this. It's funny. Hake needs a cold shower. <laughs> okay, so Matthew 3. This is from the Bible, New Testament, guys. We can counteract the devil from this. I like it, though. In those days came John the Baptist, preaching in the wilderness of Judea, and saying, Repent ye, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Repent. That's what John the Baptist said. And Jesus said that he was Elijah. For this is he that was spoken of of the prophet Isaiah. Isaiah? Isaiah, I think. Isaiah is in the chat, too. Saying, The voice of one crying in the wilderness, Prepare ye the way for the, of the Lord. Make his paths straight. And the same John the Baptist had his raiment, clothing, I learned, of camel's hair and a leathern girdle about his loins. And his meat was locusts and wild honey. He ate locusts, that's grasshoppers, I think, or crickets or something, and wild honey. Loving the Bible reading, hey, thank you, but nice. Thank you, great bowls of fire. Reviver says, hey, reverently strokes the CD case. Come on, man. Um, back to John the Baptist, verse 5, Matthew 3. Then went out to him Jerusalem and all of Judea, meaning the people of Jerusalem and Judea, and all the region around Jordan, the river Jordan, right? Is this the river of transfiguration? I don't know. 
and were baptized of him in Jordan, confessing their sins. But when he saw many of the Pharisees and Sadducees come to his baptism, John the Baptist said unto them, O generation of vipers, snakes, vipers are snakes, did you know that? Who has warned you, who hath warned you to flee from the wrath to come? Wow. Bring forth, therefore, fruits meet for repentance. Show your repentance. Show the fruits of your repentance, he's saying to the Pharisees and Sadducees who came out to see this guy baptizing people, right? And think not to say within yourselves, we have Abraham to our father. For I say unto you that God is able of these stones to raise up children unto Abraham. So in other words, he's saying it's meaningless that you think you're descended from Abraham. Nice. Nice. And now also the ax is laid unto the root of the trees. Wow, therefore every inch, no, every tree which brings forth not good fruit, as in not morally straight, right, for example, is hewn down and cast into the fire. Not all who come from Israel are Israel, right? I indeed baptize you with water unto repentance. But he who comes after me is mightier than I, whose shoes I am not worthy to bear. He shall baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire. And he's talking about Jesus, right? Your music stinks, hey? <laughs> Says JJ Money. Play Luis, Luis Miguel next. <laughs> uh, don't tempt me, man. Tim Scott says Salome or Salome Salome was a teen harlot. Her evil spirit had John the Baptist beheaded. Yeah, she was the daughter of Jezebel, right? I think it was Jezebel. King Herod was for that. King Herod fell for it, for her charms. And the mother had had the daughter tell the father, or whatever they are, I don't know, to uh, behead John the Baptist. This is what John the Baptist is baptizing people here in this verse, in these verses. I indeed baptize you with water unto repentance, but he who comes after me is mightier than I, whose shoes I am not worthy to bear. He shall baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire, whose fan is in his hand, and he will thoroughly fan to fan the flames of the fire, I think, right? And, and uh, he will thoroughly purge his floor and gather his wheat unto the garner, and he will burn up the chaff, meaning the useless, wasteful sinners, <laughs> basically. Burn up the chaff with unquenchable fire. Don't be chaff, guys. Then, came, then comes Jesus from Galilee to Jordan, the river Jordan, unto John to be baptized of him. But John forbade him, saying, I have no need to be baptized. I have need to be baptized of you. And com comest thou unto me? Meaning, you're su I'm supposed to be baptized by you, not you from me. That's John the Baptist saying that. But Jesus answered to John the Baptist, saying, Suffer it to be so now. Let it be so now. For thus it becomes us to fulfill all righteousness. Then he let him. 
he suffered him. Suffered means let back then, right? And so here's the, it's not a transfiguration, I don't think, but it's when God talks again, saying the same words that I told you from over the mountain, which came later. He could never be a black preacher. I hope you never do this to us again, Hake. And Jesus, when he was baptized, went up straightway out of the water, and lo, the heavens were opened unto him, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and lighting upon him. And lo, a voice from heaven saying, This is my beloved Son. See? <laughs> In whom I am well pleased. Isn't that nice? I wonder if this is what they were singing when they saw Jesus and his Father God. Hague playing the whole album. What the? Then Jesus was led up of the Spirit into the wilderness. This is Matthew 4. To be tempted of the devil. And when he had fasted 40 days and 40 nights, and afterward he was hungered, <laughs> and when the tempter came to him, he said, If thou be the Son of God, command that these stones be made bread. But Jesus answered and said, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Then the devil takes him up into the holy city and sets him on the uh, pinnacle of the temple and said to him, If you be the Son of God, cast yourself down, for it's written, He shall give his angels charge concerning thee, and in their hands they shall bear thee up, lest at any time thou dash thou thy foot against a stone. Jesus didn't fall for it. He said, it's written again, thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. Yeah, so these people being all reckless with your life, thinking, oh, I'll just do this. God got me. No, don't be so reckless. <laughs> Man, Godson says, never go to Hake's apartment. I don't play this really. I played it once recently, so I could record this. And again, the devil took, took him up into an exceedingly high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and the glory of them and said to him, all these things will I give to you if you will fall down and worship me, worship the devil. Jesus said to him, get thee hence, Satan, for it is written, thou shalt worship the Lord thy God and him only shalt thou serve. Then the devil left him, and behold, angels came and ministered to him. Wasn't that nice? Now when Jesus heard that John was cast into prison, he departed unto Galilee, because John the Baptist, his buddy, his cousin, was thrown in prison. What a mess, huh? and then evil happening to this day, pretending to be good. So sick. To this day! <laughs> Germanic Spaniard said, if Hake played Cardi B, you, you guys would all be happy. <laughs> well, thank you for bearing with me through that beautiful uh, music and Bible reading, right, guys? I don't know what, I don't know if my caller was right or wrong about what he's claiming about John the Baptist, but it doesn't matter. I still like the, I like the Bible. Oh, man. Oh, my gosh. Uh, 
Let me show you guys. Uh, somebody in the Odyssey chat showed me this picture. Let me see if I can put, drag it into the folder of this Jennifer Rubin lady. It's a more recent picture. Go ahead and show that picture, that younger picture, beautiful picture. Well, I call it beautiful. You guys really don't think so. Of her. There she is. You know, mildly attractive, right? Well, I have another shot from, uh... From, uh, Odyssey. Oh, no, that's a... Ah, man. Don't you guys hate it when you try to save a photograph? And it goes to WebP. You try to drag in a photograph from the internet, and it goes to WebP. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna, <laughs> Nick is like, Egh. okay. So I'm dragging a screenshot of this woman, slightly less attractive, into the folder, and her lipstick is darker too. It's like this burgundy lipstick, or like dark maroon, and she doesn't look quite as. Do you see that? Did the screenshot drag into the folder? Okay, cool. Look at this. Jennifer Rubin. I mean, aging. I mean, it, it happens. It, she wouldn't be... Let's, let's be honest, guys. She, that face... Look at that face. That, would, that face would not be so unpleasant if you did not know the evil spirit that lay beneath the face, right? Right? We would be like, ah, she's okay. Right? <laughs> <laughs> but there she is, she's older there, um, the smile is less relaxed and natural. She just looks stressed there. Not good for, to be a woman worrying your pretty little head about politics. Of course, this happens to women who don't worry their pretty little heads about politics. I don't know, maybe they just are worry warts, you know? <laughs> Hey, dear Lord, you need help. Anyway. Well, thank you guys for, uh, thanks again. I hope you enjoyed Six Organs of Admittance, or at least the Bible reading. <laughs> Let me get to uh, Brian in California. California callers today. Brian, thank you for calling. What's up? Hey, hey, can you hear me okay? Yep, I can. Thank you. Okay, cool. All right, cool. Um, so, uh, I want to touch up on uh, Will Smith real quick. It's funny because, like, Jada, his wife, and, and him, well, mostly Jada, I guess, but they started that, like, Oscar's so white thing, but... Uh, I, don't, I don't blame Will Smith for that. I mean, she did it behind his back. He could have corrected yeah, her more, more solidly, but she, she did it yeah. when he was away. He was out of town. He, he learned about it from the paparazzi. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. And hey, at least he, at least he was man enough to uh, apologize about it, to, about the Chris Rock thing, right? But um, but uh, anyway, the funny thing, right? All of the Will Smith movies that he's been in, if it's a comic book adaptation or a remake, he literally plays a white guy. Like Wild Wild West, James West was a white guy. I Am Legend, that's originally um, a Vincent Price movie called The Last Man on Earth. Um, what else? Men in Black, that uh, the Agent J, that was a comic book, and he was a white guy in the comic. Um, what else? Oh well. Technically Aladdin, he played Genie. Genie was originally voiced by Robin Williams. He wait, um, Will Smith played the Genie? Yeah, they made a live action Aladdin oh, movie. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, Will Smith was the Genie. He looked hilarious. Yeah. Um, 
I, I didn't I didn't see it. I just never got. I liked the original Aladdin, but I just never got around to watching this new one that came out. But um, and uh, what else? There was there was another one too. Oh, uh, Suicide Squad. He played Deadshot. Oh, really? And again, a white guy. Yeah. <laughs> Wait. So, so he's so yeah. he's stealing the white. He's stealing exactly, the white man's yeah. culture. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so stealing, stealing that role that a white man could play, probably more, more likely better than he could play it, you know? <laughs> oh, you're that guy who laughs with the funny laugh, huh? Yeah. Or there's a couple of you guys. Okay, interesting, man. Thank you for the yeah. information. I did not know about The Last Man on Earth, 1964, uh, 1964 film. Based on the... Interesting. Yeah. Huh. All yeah, right. I just wanted to point that out real quick. <laughs> yeah, thank you, man. Are you are you the same guy as Dr. ADD or no? No, no. I'm the okay. guy that called you like a month ago about the, the Batman being a woke pile of garbage. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I still have not seen that Batman movie yet. Wait for it to come out. Don't waste your money on it. Okay. Thanks for the advice, All man. Right. No problem, buddy. Good to hear from you. You too, man. Thank you. All right. Take care. You guys can call in 888-775-3773. By the way, I mentioned I am wearing my Get a Job t-shirt, and you can find that by going to teespring.com slash stores slash get a job. Teespring.com slash stores slash get a job. And, you know, uh, JLP has had good... Uh, insight on the uh, Will Smith situation. It was vi- quite interesting. Um, check out the Jason Lee Peterson show from today. I think he talked about it in, what was it, hour two or three? And he also talked about it toward the beginning of church. And other people talked about it too. Uh, very nice. Very- so... Oh, let me double... Oh, my gosh, I'm remiss in getting to the Super Chats. Um, okay, so... Let me reread this Super Chat that I think I read already from Gregatron. Hake and Jared, when the Bible reads, people will perish for the lack of knowledge. Okay, so I had a caller named Jared who referenced that verse. It simply means people will be... will be destroyed. Happy birthday, Hake. Well, thank you, Gregatron. Yeah, and it's not all knowledge because people are seeking after, we have so much information out there. People are getting all kinds of knowledge, including some knowledge that's not true (laughs) or important to know about. (sighs) In my opinion, this flat earth stuff is a mess. You should not be concerning yourself with. That's my appeal to the, the, the Flat Earth uh, segment, the, the regiment, the faithful uh, friends of the show who are Flat Earthers. I think it's ill-advised to be getting into that mess. Don't believe stuff without knowing, you know? Uh, Willie Powell says, Great debate against Stardust, Hake. I really appreciate your patience with her. You really showed love to her by repeating yourself many times while she pretended she wasn't understanding it. Well, thank you, Willie Powell. I appreciate that. And it's nice to see you guys in the chat. You guys 
support modern day debate with super chats, which is cool. I really appreciate that. It makes people feel positive about me as a guest, you know? So it's cool. It's great. And then you guys behave yourselves well, both in my chat, generally, even though I do call you the snake pit, and over there on, on other people's shows, the guy from The Crucible, Andrew Wilson, I think is his name, he commented that you guys are good guests in that you go in there and you're, like, cool people, so that's cool. Thank you guys all, those of you who participate in the live chat. And you don't have to, but thank you. It's cool. Thank you, Willie Powell. Um, Based America First says, good discussion Friday, referring to the modern day debate. Stardust, the woman, had MSM opening closing statements. Opening and closing statements. MSM is short for mainstream media. Otherwise, listened quietly, which was great. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, she was also not too obnoxious of a woman. That's nice. (laughs) Uh, Even if the Great Reset is just a book and there is no organization that meets to pursue it, the shared spirit of evil exists. Yeah, like I said, I said great minds think alike and also evil minds think alike. That's why you have, you know, the cult following mentality, cult follower mentality where they say, like that line from the Oreo cookie commercial, you, I know you came, we came for a better life or something like that. Everybody repeats that same stupid line, came here for a better life. That's like we're, like, like we the real Americans are supposed to be like, oh, okay, you came for a better life? Oh, come right on in then. Take over it with your fake va- false values that are not even American values, you know? Anyway. Lord Bibby42 with the Super Chat says, hey, you should probably stop debating women. Rumor has it that Carissa, <laughs> uh, he's starting this rumor, I, th- I have a feeling. Lord Bibby42, I think he's jokingly saying, rumor has it that Carissa is still thinking about you to this day. <laughs> it's funny. To this day! And now Stardust is all glossy-eyed and love-struck. She didn't know how to react to you, Hake. Hake is only one man, ladies. Settle down. <laughs> well, thank you, Lord BB42. That's funny. Uh, and by the way, I'm thinking of Lin Yen Chin with my spinal alignment. I shall sit up straight. Shout out to Lin Yen Chin. Is he in the chat? Uh, Lord BB42 says, It was awesome seeing the huge turnout in the chat for your debate as well, Hake. Definitely felt like home field advantage. Looking forward to the next one, Hakester. And happy birthday to you, Doug, and Doug's daughter. Yeah, that's cool. Doug's guy from uh, over at Bond. And it was his birthday the other day. His, birth, his daughter's birthday, like today or tomorrow, nice. Uh, 22 and uh, 53, that's cool. Nice ages, right? And indeed, it is my birthday as well, or it was, fairly recently, just back in July. (laughs) Let's see, we're in April, May, June, July, three months till my, does that mean it's been nine months? My birthday is fully pregnant, like full-blown pregnant, about to give birth again. (laughs) Anyway, that's not that funny. Thank you uh, for the birthday wishes, everybody. I'm 40. And like almost three quarters or something. I think that's all of these super chats. Jennifer Rubin's eyes are soulless. Soulless. <laughs> Brandon M said this sounds... I think he's referring to the music that we, we just got through playing. 
This sounds like what they play when the rabbis perform circumcisions to Moloch. <laughs> Pretty funny. Asmodor states, happy birthday! Thank you. And I shall pass that along to Doug as well. We shall split the uh, spoils of the Super Chats. No, just kidding. I'm taking all the spoils. Even when you guys shout out Joel Friday or Kickflip Chris, I don't share any of my Super Chat money with them. Did you know that? But that's all right. Anyway, guys, uh, yeah, I stream in 720. That's why I, I look so smooth-faced from this far away. <laughs> no, I'm playing. Anyway, um, you know, let me tell you briefly about some... It's kind of real stuff that's going on. Some of you may be experiencing some of this. People losing jobs or they're quitting jobs. The far-left commie nonsense network... Uh, CNN says 4.4 million, that's how many Americans, quote-unquote Americans, quit their jobs last month as the, quote-unquote, great resignation, the great resignation, as they call it, continues. This has been going on for months, similar to the month before. November, 4.5 million quitters. And I call them quitters. (laughs) Fake news called it the pandemic economy, but it's not the pandemic economy. The China virus didn't make people stay home. The the female-minded females and female-minded males who are pretend to be like overprotective but really just destructive is the shutdown economy. You know what I mean? This is what I was talking about with the Great Reset debate. They shut down the, uh, many of people's businesses. Sometimes at the hands of the cops getting involved. Which is why a lot of you guys continue to be disillusioned toward uh, supporting the police, you know? I've had a caller, KT, who's used to donate to the police, but then they, like, they go after him for having a, a young child without his without a mask in a, like a grocery store and some woman goes crazy and calls the cops and meanwhile like they're letting crime get a, go out of control it's a double standard it's you know it's communism they go after the innocent who are more independent minded fire them from jobs throw them in jail all kinds of stuff or if they step out of line a little bit you know maybe they do something wrong ill advised and they get the, the clamp down on them, the hammer down on them, the communist hammer. And meanwhile, like, the crime going out of control, homeless out of control, uh, the politicians are disgusting. So sick. In February, the U.S. businesses had three, 11.3 million job openings, more than predicted. 100,000 below December's all-time high. But, you know, be, people being paid not to work, people not being forced to pay their rent. I talk with a guy who is a, who's a landlord here in L.A. I take walks out here. And this guy owns some properties around here. And he's talking about how, I think to this day, people are not forced to pay, you know, not forced to pay their rent. To this day! Sick. To me, that's sick. People have, uh, 
I say it probably too much. The squatters have more rights to your property if you own land or like a home or a house or a building than you have. You, they have more rights to your place than you have. In the early days of the pandemic hype, more than 20 million quote-unquote Americans lost their jobs. So, so sick. <laughs> oh, man. I'm chuckling because Tim Scott uh, is saying that he doesn't have the energy of Hake to spread out, I guess, his birthday for nine months. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, but it's, uh, they're pretending Biden's economy is so good. No. This was interesting. I haven't heard anything about this from any of you guys. But did you hear about, um, (laughs) this is sort of gossip and drama, but it's something that I hadn't heard about, and it's kind of weird. The far-left female-run outlet, The Skim, says Republican lawmakers aren't happy with 26-year-old so-called Republican rhino, Congressman, Representative Madison Cawthorn. He's the guy who I think is like, I guess maybe he was 24 when he took office or 23, which salute, you know, and he was running a business or something. Wheelchair-bound guy. Looked like a Chad, looked like he could totally be like a, you know, a strapping young man. A Republican from North Carolina, the beautiful South. But he turned out to be kind of disappointing. Disappointing. A, he was more of like a, what, what should we say? Is that like a TPUSA type of a guy? Not to talk too much crap about TPUSA. I appreciate them, some of them, you know, for what they are. But this guy is, I think, a rhino. Establishment kiss up probably has some money behind him that's maybe not so based in solid principles, you know, principled man. So over a week ago, Cawthorn said, this Madison Cawthorn guy, wheelchair-bound young man in Congress, said in a podcast that senior lawmakers, it's kind of gross to repeat, I apologize, kids, cover your ears, kids, adults, He said that senior lawmakers invited him to orgies. Terrible. And uh, he'd seen them do cocaine. Coke? Drugs. Unsubstantiated allegations, okay? I guess. House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy. Rhino from California. I'm leery of him. He said Cawthorn has rolled back some of those claims as untrue or exaggerated. They're untrue or exaggerated, okay? Madison Cawthorn faces the threat, I don't know if anything's happened since then, of disciplinary action and a Republican primary challenge. But, you know, people go on these podcasts and they get loose-tongued, loose lips, sink ships, they say. Not good. Not good. Jim Justice says, it happens. I know, it's a children's-friendly show. But I'm just passing it along. Because there's all kinds of gossip and drama everywhere. And uh, 
And there's all kinds of evil everywhere. Jim Justice says he's more concerned about the, uh, you know, the people who are doing evil to the children. Which is fair. Yeah, seriously. And he mentions pedophilia specifically, but I'm... There's more evil than just that. They're just mass brainwashing the kids. I was looking, you know, just a side note, speaking of protecting the kids, uh, I do recommend you, you follow uh, TKR Official on Telegram if you are a, um, have a strong stomach, because some of this stuff is rough. But I saw this headline that he shared just fairly recently, I want to say. And it was, bless you, it was, um, man, it was like in Washington Examiner. Is this still here? You, did, you, did you post it a long time ago? <laughs> okay, okay, yeah. No, I was looking at Elon Musk getting involved. Okay, Washington Examiner. And it's an opinion piece from March 30th by Christopher Tremogli. Leaked documents show how teachers recruit students, form gay and transgender clubs in schools. So sick. That's openly evil. Evil. My voice trails off sometimes. I say evil. And then, like, you don't hear the vol. Uh, imagine, this is an exclusive, imagine a scenario in which your child comes home from school and tells you that they now identify as pansexual. Or while telling you about the school day, your child mentions that he or she was told he was, or she was gay based on a test the teacher gave him. A teacher. Or you discover he or she was recruited by a teacher to lead a a gay and transgender student club was instructed not to tell any parents because what happens in the student club stays in the club. These are the alarming contents of a packet distributed by California Teachers Association, CTA, which is a major organization, uh, regarding the formation of gay and transgender clubs in schools. So sick. Packet acts as an instructional guide on propagandizing students with gay and transgender mis- uh, misinformation, disinformation, malinformation. <laughs> One of the most disturbing parts is the recommendation for these clubs. This is in Washington Examiner. I'm reading the article. At least a couple paragraphs. These clubs in elementary schools. I'm like, oh, okay, it's high schools. These people are degenerate. They hide stuff from their parents. No! Elementary schools where children are 10 years old or younger. Another concerning section focuses on teachers proactively recruiting students to be leaders of these clubs. And you know what? Like... These young teachers are so blind and brainwashed that they push this stuff on the kids worse than, like, when I had teachers. I had, like, this old teacher I told you about, Mrs. Otter, who was just visibly disgusted by even the word homosexual, said that they came up with that to try to legitimize the notion of just perversion, is essentially what she said. And it was notable and good for her. You know? So, uh, it provides a section for teachers to list the names of the students that they think would be interested. <sighs> this particular packet was from a previous California Teachers Association LGBTQ plus issues conference. And so he, it goes on and he posts some screenshots and uh, photographs of these physical pages and things. And it also has like a, a YouTube video 
titled Everyone is Gay, and it looks not morally straight, you know? And it reminds me of, I was listening to Nick's stream, by the way. I encourage you to check out Nick's stream if you aren't already. Many of you are. It seems like some of you guys, it seems like Nick's, Nick's stream has more viewers than me, <laughs> which is cool. Uh, Anchor Baby's new show, he was talking about how, like, these Disney, even the cartoons back in the day, the, these animators would just inject, because they're like young, talented people, right? And the young, talented people, especially the young, for years now, decades, have been some of the most degenerate and misguided people. Yeah, that was in fifth grade, Mrs. Otter said that. I was ten years old. I'm like, nice. Imagine, like, some of you young people who had, like, they were probably propagandizing this stuff as a good thing. The LGBTQ plus stuff is a good thing. And Black Lives Matter mess in the schools. But anyway, Nick Stream was talking about how they, these people are plugging this stuff, this degenerate sex propaganda and LGBT IQ plus propaganda in the schools. I mean, not in the schools, in these cartoons, children's movies and stuff. And you saw on my show, and I think JLP may have played it too, on my show last week, I played this, this Disney exec, a clip of her at this Di- uh, Reimagine Tomorrow Disney uh, meeting where this female looked like she was in her 50s, bragging about having two children and getting emotional, two queer children, one transgender and one non-binary, or something like that. And how she wants to actively put more, like, people, more LGBTIQ people, normalize it is the word, right? So we accept wrong is right. It's so sick. So wrong. Normalize it. When in reality, you see JLP didn't grow up indoctrinated in this, but he treats everybody right. Trump was not so, I mean, he grew up Hollywood liberal, and he was, but he was not so indoctrinated in this, but he treats everyone quite kindly. You don't have to be brainwashed to be, have this normalized and accept wrong is right to treat people decently, right? So dumb. So sick. And, you know, um, moving on. I saw, I got this super chat, or Modern Day Debate got this super chat. Did you hear my Modern Day Debate appearance? From a guy who said, Jesus cares for the poor and the marginalized, Hake. How does your political ideology line up with what your Christianity? And I'm like, first of all, there's no poor in America. Maybe there is, but they're not the poor that these people are pretending to care about. People are spoiled. They're overserved, not underserved. And secondly, uh, who is more marginalized in America than, and I named like Andrew Anglin, who can't have a website on in America. You know, these so-called American companies don't even let him have a website. And Nick Fuentes and these people banned from every platform. So many people. Any, and, and there's so many more for all those people. There's many more like no-name people who are banned. But the, but the name people are banned because they're too influential. Right? And in that vein, so I'm like, Jesus does care about 
care and love for the marginalized, these, these whites who are, who are marginalized by their own country and their own countrymen. And I use the term men in countrymen loosely, those who would smear the whites for not sufficiently hating whites, right? There's another guy whom I referenced when I covered that woman, Madeleine Albright. From Modern Politics, his was his Odyssey channel, Modern Politics on Odyssey, Legacy of Evil. I played clips of Madeleine Albright pushing her mess, pushing her... She's, she's this dead former Secretary of State under Bill Clinton. She died, right? Just a decrepit, witch, Disney witch-looking woman. But he covered her, this Warren Baylog guy, and I don't know much about him, but I've listened to him a little bit now. I've listened to a couple of, like, interviews... He was on the Realist Report. I was on the Realist Report, and he had he did this coverage of Madeleine Albright and the Ukraine NATO mess, right? Ukraine NATO Russia war thing. So Dylan, my de facto, my former de facto producer, some of you guys are familiar with him, showed me last year Warren Baylog's interview with John Friend, who interviewed me on the Realist Report. Uh. January 6, 2021, Warren Balog. He's co-founder of the National Justice Party, and I don't know what they're into too much, right? But an, but an interesting young man, I guess. But this guy is being smeared by evil people. And so many others. It's just another example of a white who doesn't go along with the anti-white hatred stuff, you know? I don't know anything about this guy but those two episodes, but this, there's this woman who exposed a bunch of Nazis. Give me a break. And this wo- one of these women is an- anti-fascist alligator. <laughs> says, Warren Balog with the square... F- Balog, I guess? B-A-L-O-G-H. With the square face. Not much is known about him except that some woman creepy Nazi woman who used to sell pistachios at baseball games is married to him or something. And he's suing Virginia along with some other guy. Because, I don't know, maybe this guy participated in the, uh, in the other much-smeared, mostly peaceful protest that was attacked by Antifa and Black Lives Matter and the mainstream media and the local government. And the cops sat back and let it happen. The Charlottesville situation. I think people to this day are being persecuted in the, to this day. In the courts and all that stuff. So anyway. Just another example of, uh, I'm sure Jesus cares about them, right? Or Jesus doesn't care about them. The way that these phonies who who fall all over themselves for this guy who's like the president of Ukraine, the way that they treat the, the whites, the so-called Nazis, you would think Jesus doesn't love them. <laughs> uh, if you were to listen. It's so wrong. So, uh, and by the way, speaking of one more... Uh, marginalized white. I watched a Killstream debate, or rather I listened to it, over a week ago. And this was, Killstream is uh, Ethan Ralph's show. I've been on it. Jesse Lee Peterson has been on it. Did he get married recently? Uh, Should America stay white? 
This guy who says that he's three-eighths Jewish, he calls himself, sorry, cover your ears, kids. I'm like closing my eyes. This guy calls himself Mr. Girl. What a weird name, huh? Real name is Max, he says. He thinks it's immoral to treat people badly by not letting them into the country based on race. How is that treating them badly, not letting them into the country? It's not treating them badly. But he thinks it's treating them badly. Or to kick them out, you know. Uh, And real Vincent James, who has been on the JLP show in the Fallen State, debated this guy, this Max guy who calls himself Mr. Girl. And I disagree with him that it's treating them badly. It's ill-gotten gain that these foreigners come in here to leech and their children come in here to leech or raised here to leech, you know, rather than fix where they're from, right? And exceptions to the rule, right? Might not even be a rule, but it's not necessarily actually better for them because Vincent James was acknowledging that it's better for them to come here and reap the rewards of being here, right? But it's not, I agree, I argue that it's not actually better for them. It may be more comfortable for them. And so it's really a fine point, but it's, it's not better for them. It's not good for your spirit to come into this country and not, and hate the white people who let you. Short term, yeah, it's better for them. Only on the physical level, but spiritually, it's not better. Some may think I'm giving like a picky or a weak point, but I totally disagree Because these people are coming in here, and they're ending up, they may, even if those who behave decently and get educated or whatever, they vote for Democrats, they hate white people, or they don't realize that they're hating white people, they believe in the racism thing. Ill-gotten gain. They don't have our values, and that's reality. That's reality. JLP said it, I think Vincent James may have said that. And, by the way, this Mr. Girl guy, he doesn't have our values either. (laughs) He had poor raising, apparently. Believing diversity is right and good. Not a Christian, by the way. He said he was three-eighths Jewish, right? But he's like an, I don't know what he is. He said, racial discrimination is wrong. No, it's not necessarily. It's a false set of morals that these people have. So wrong. So wrong. So, uh... If you're interested, you might want to check that out. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, thank you guys. Uh, That was a fun Hake report. I I wonder if DLive was chatting much. DLive.tv slash the Hake report. Because I couldn't see anything after a while. What a mess. Hopefully my stuff works next time. All right. Anyway, guys, I appreciate it. Thank you. Take care. And uh, hopefully see you tomorrow. Bye.